All right, we have on the podcast today, Jamie Tardy. Jamie, how you doing? Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ProductiveConvo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now... You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. I am doing excellent. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, we we before we jumped on the air here, we were just catching up because we haven't we we saw each other in August. We saw each other a lot this year. You know, oh, like yeah. every, we see each other a lot every year. Like it's we do the rounds, <laughs> and, then, and then I go back home, and sometimes <laughs> I get let back into the country, and sometimes I don't. That's just the way I go. <laughs> we were just talking about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but what I want to talk to you about is, I mean, we were talking before about like just growth, like, and I think that. Uh, the name of your, uh, the name of your, you know, your book and, and your kind of your your your, your mantra, uh, the whole thing that you built your business is the eventual millionaire. And and the key to me is, I mean, yeah, millionaire, sure, that's awesome. I want to be a millionaire, but I want to talk about the eventual part too, right? Like the whole, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people, especially when they're starting out or when they're trying to either build habits or build practices or just try to, you know, 
level up, they get really caught up in the the end and not the process along the way. So they're like, I want to be this person, so I will pull out all the stops to do it. And they don't realize what all the stops are along the way and that it's not necessarily something that's going to happen. Like that overnight success story, what's that? There's a quote like, uh, it takes seven years to become an overnight success or something like that. Definitely. So, and everybody's heard that quote before, but they sort of ignore it when they're in it. They're yeah. like, yeah, but. Yeah, exactly. So when you, when you and I kind of, I know, when did you start? Like, I guess that's probably the best way to, I mean, we're, I want to kind of, when did you start doing what you're doing now? Like what, like when you could pinpoint and say, okay, yeah, I was dabbling in it. And then, but this is where it kind of, I kind of, you know, turned it up a notch. There's a couple of those points. So I start. I was an offline business coach, like working with um, businesses in Maine with no online presence whatsoever, probably six or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. I went online about four and a half years ago. uh, And it was really playing around. I had the site Eventual Millionaire. I I wasn't doing a great job at it. I was trying. Um, But four years ago is when I really um, started to turn up a notch. I started interviewing millionaires. I got on CNN and Yahoo and all these things without uh, knowing how I did it. <laughs> and so it was one of those things where I was like, oh, maybe I'm onto something. I should probably do something with this. And uh, that's what really made me sort of kick it up a notch and be like, oh, okay, let me actually really figure out what the heck I'm doing instead of dabbling and playing around and going, yeah, this is cool. So and what- that was, I mean, four years ago sounds like uh, not a long time, but in internet years, it's like forever. <laughs> yeah, it's a long, I mean, that's, we kind of really started to both take things seriously around the same time. Because yep. I quit my job back around that time. So that's when I had just finished. I think I was with Work Awesome at that time. Oh, so, yeah. I remember. Right? Yeah. So we, when I met you, you were there. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's when I was still working part-time at the film fe- – full no, part-time. Full-time at the film festival and full-time on the internet. I'm like, you know, 80 hours a week, not going to work for me for very long, you know, <laughs> with a young kid and – but yeah, no, I think that that's when we kind of, but but what I when you when you decided to kick it up notch, did you say okay, I'm going to go from person on the internet that's like, you know, kind of dabbling. Did you say okay, what here are the processes I'm going to start putting in place to make sure that that this growth and this thing is sustainable? Did you have like certain things that you did at that point in time that really other than obviously giving it more focus that really kind of looking back, you said, yeah, those are things that if I didn't do those then it would make things a lot harder now. Definitely. So I, I reevaluated uh, my blogging. So I was blogging. I think I had 500 subscribers after six plus months. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to give it up like completely. Uh, it is a lot of work to mm-hmm. blog. And I was not getting a lot of uh, – I was getting any revenue from my blog. I was trying to get coaching clients from it, but it was a little weird. And I'm, I'm a really slow writer. I have a book, but I'm I'm a really slow writer. And I remember that point where, okay, CNN uh, emailed me and I was like, okay, maybe I'm onto something. But then once I was on all that press, I'm like, I don't know if blogging, if writing is sustainable for me. So I brought it to my mastermind group and uh, they, two of them there had podcasts and they were like, well, why don't you do a podcast? You love talking to people. You love like that. That's super easy for you. I was like, that's a great idea. And one of the girls, uh, Marin Kate Donovan, who now owns a company called Zertual, which you know, um, goes, why don't you interview millionaires? I was like, that's a great idea. That goes perfect with my brand. I, I always wanted to talk to millionaires. I don't know any, but that sounds like a great idea. 
And so, I mean, that was four years ago and it's kind of crazy if I didn't do that. I don't know where I would be. That's sort of my brand now, right? I mean, I've interviewed over 200 millionaires now and it's so easy and the connections I've made are insane. And if I was just a blogger, I, I don't think I would ever have gotten the same A exposure and B network right. <laughs> that I had otherwise. That makes sense? No, totally. I mean, it, it's an extension. It's funny now that we're, I mean, we both saw each other at Podcast Movement and Podcaster. Actually, as we were recording this this week, you're seeing like a lot of articles about Serial, you know, which is the NPR podcast and podcasts are back. I mean, we kind of knew that before, but now the mm-hmm. mainstream's going, oh, look, and Spotify is talking about adding podcasts to their mix. So, I mean, there's all these different things that you can do to kind of extend not just your brand, but, you know, kind of your the message that you're trying to deliver. And what I one of the things that I find that's happened to me over the years is that and I think this is this is something that happens to comedians too because I know when I was doing comedy that I looked at everything through that lens of how can I make this funny you mm-hmm. know what I mean like the whole notion of and I mean I use that Jerry Seinfeld joke all the time where he goes into the uh, you know the, uh, the the restroom on an airplane and sees the razor disposal unit goes who's shaving on the plane so much that they're going through blades like you know uh, is there a wolf man in there and I'm like that's hilarious because it's stupid because no one the reason it's there is because someone may go oh I have to shave and I have an extra blade that's dull and I'm just going to put it in there but but every comedian looks at things through that that weird how can mm-hmm. I shape this do I've I've done that with everything I look at, I I, I see and I'm like, oh, th- how do I relate this to productivity? Do you do that mm. with, with your like? And it's hard to shut it off too, right? You know, you've uh, if you do it long enough, you eventually think, okay, it's time to be the guy just watching Big Hero yeah. Six with my kids versus, <laughs> yes. oh my god, how can I write a blog post about how Big Hero Six is the 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 efficiency of you know the deliveries of blah, 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 right? So do you find that you uh, you know, you started to really look things through that lens of the eventual millionaire. And then first off, when yeah. did you, and when did you, when were you able to kind of say, okay, I can turn this off at will and turn it back on at will? <laughs> I'm not sure I can. Last, so the story <laughs> That was is, a trick question. The last. <laughs> I know, right? Last night, uh, I, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I was, I was hanging out with a bunch of the guys after jiu-jitsu class and they were joking around. And uh, he, one guy's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to introduce you to my tailor and blah, blah. And I'm super naive, right? So I, so they're joking. I don't even get that they're playing with me, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they, the guy was like, oh, yeah, my tailor's super exclusive. He only has seven clients, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, really? You know, because I, I, I don't know. And then in my head, I was like, how does he make a business out of seven clients. I wonder how much each one of them. And I started like going over his business model in my head and they, they thought it was hilarious. The only way I knew it was a joke was that like the business model didn't make sense in my brain. And they're like, that is so cute. Like that's what you care about. That's how you know, you know, you're so gullible. You know, the only thing that pulls you out of that is your business brain, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I do that all the time. I see everything through the lens of business. So the interviews that I do are all focused on how they built their business. So all the millionaires I interview and I'm a business coach. So everything that I see is, is business, which is so funny because most people think I'm crazy for it. And again, I don't, I don't know that I can turn it off. I'll hear I'll hear a conversation behind me, like when we're out in public, and I'll be like, "Oh, are you talking about business <laughs> or not?" Right? Well, I think the reason I mean, we're we've done we've gone to a lot of these you know conferences and events and stuff, and we've made a lot of friends through there. And I think one of the reasons I go is because that's honestly where I can shut it off a bit more because mm-hmm. everyone's call, all doing it. Like they're all talking about their own Definitely. thing. So you know what I mean? Then you're in that space where it's almost, um, 
it's your you're all looking for a place to shut it off for a little while. <laughs> I think that, I mean at New Media Expo every year we're like okay what, like the past couple years I think I went to like two sessions and the rest <laughs> know, of the time right? I was in the, in the hanging out with everybody. And yeah, we're probably occasionally bringing bringing up our stuff into the conversation, but in a lot of cases we're just talking. And I think that that's to to look at events and and that's part of growth too, right? Is going to these events, you know, learning about how you can leverage your, you know, your businesses and, and, and what you're doing, especially if you're new to this stuff in a lot of ways. Uh, but the other thing is just the, the almost like the, um, the reprieve from it all, you know, where you're all in the same place and you can kind of feed off of that energy and, you know, have a bit of a vacation, so to, so to speak, but a, a learning vacation. And I mean, I've noticed that that's what happens in those places is that people are, while they're still, you know, you know, talking about their business and are there because of their business, they actually have a propensity to be able to not talk about their business a little bit more because they're, everyone else is, is, is there. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. So it's funny in regards to growth. I'm, I go to a lot of events. A lot of the events I either unconference or uh, I'll buy tickets and then not go. They were they were making fun of me. My friends here in Austin were making fun of me the other day because I'm like, oh, I want to go to this event. And they're like, Jamie, you don't actually go to the event, so really, like, <laughs> what's the what's the point? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm gonna send my assistant there. She's gonna take notes. She's gonna get a ticket. I'm gonna just hang out with all the people <laughs> outside. I've learned my <laughs> lesson in buying tickets and not actually going. And so it's funny though because when you talk about growth. Tonight, I'm actually doing a whole webinar on networking and up-leveling your friends and that sort of thing because way back when, you know, five years ago, I made a goal to level up my friends. I looked at, you know how they say the five uh, closest people to you um, are sort of the, the level measure of your success. Yeah, the, I, you're, I looked you're, around. you're the sum of the five people that you're exactly. closest to or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I did that and I wrote down their names and I, of course, never showed anyone that, um, but... I was like, this is not where I want to be. I was sort of the top level of all my friends. I'd done a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went, okay, I made it a point to up-level my friends. And that's when I started my mastermind group and a whole bunch of other things. But the interesting piece is being around people that are just so utterly amazing in so many aspects of their life. Not And not just wealth because, yes, success and money is, is great. But being really successful – and growth oriented in all aspects of their life uh, is huge. And just being around those people makes me feel really good and levels me up from seeing the way they interact with people, from hearing their language, from doing all that stuff. You immerse yourself in that, which to me is way more valuable than sitting in and taking notes. That's not how I learned number one. And so hence the sending my assistant who learns <laughs> that way. Like yep. you learn that, tell me what's important later. Um, but I've learned that about myself, that having and being around those people, not only for the connections, I mean, my network is insane now, uh, but for the leveling up of myself, when somebody goes, oh, I just made, you know, 50 grand on a webinar, I was like, hmm, that's cool. Maybe I can do that. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. So yeah. No, well, and, and I think the, the other thing is, is when you're talking about like, uh, one of the things I've done for the past couple of years is with New Media Expo is that virtual ticket's been invaluable because mm. I can, I can then go home and when it's available, I just watch it at home. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Because yeah. then I can be, you know, when I was there last year, I think Schechter was there, my old podcasting partner, and he was there for business because his company had paid for it. And he's like, uh, he's like, where are you going right now? And he goes, I'm going to this session. I'm like, where? he's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to have a nap. Like, because <laughs> it's Vegas, right? So you're just oh, so yeah. exhausted. Because you stay up till four o'clock Exa- in the morning. <laughs> exactly. There's no clocks anywhere. It's and, and 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 that was one of the things. And see, there's again another lens, right? Like I would, I went up to the room. 
uh, two years ago when it, when that was happening, and I was staying at the Gold Coast two years ago, so I stayed at the 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 the, the uh, the cheaper hotel right next to the, to the Rio, and I went back there, and that's where I came up with the Ted the the example of using clocks for for task over time. It was in the casino because you don't see clocks anywhere, right? And Vegas is very like not time oriented; it's very task oriented. Oh and I'm like, yeah, and it's I'm, not I'm show like, you the sun and see exactly. If you can and I'm figure like, oh, oh my god, I can do this and this and this, and and see that's uh, to me it's again being. I think growth has a lot to do with with as much as being connected with the right people. It's also about, you know, that ability to dis knowing when to disconnect from certain things. Like you said, you you've untethered from the the you send your assistant to go see it. And some people might get paranoid about, well, if I send my assistant, they may learn all this stuff and then they're <laughs> going to leave me and then I won't be able but, you know, it's all about that ability of knowing, okay, well, you know, have obviously having trust in you and yourself, all that stuff that comes Well, I have play. contingency plans too. So <laughs> she creates standard operating procedures on exactly so if she's ever gone I have all the data still. There you so go. yes. But, but, but I, I agree with you. Yeah, there's but that's, definitely pieces. But actually, that's a that's a great segue before we wrap up. Is that you know you have those you have those uh, standard operating procedures. I have best practices that I've saved in Evernote for all my virtual assistants or anybody I'm working with. Mainly, I set those up for when my wife and I were working together because she can now see certain things that I definitely will do, and I just share the Evernote note. But that's front end work. And in order to grow, in my mind, you need to have that time to say, okay, you know what. This is, I have a bunch of emails that I know I like to send. These are the responses that, these are the emails, kind of emails I get. Here are the responses that I often give. Hey, assistant, here are the keys to my email. Here are the responses I would normally give. Use these responses. And then boom, you've got that peace of mind. So I think, how much front end work did you do? Like how much when you said, okay, you know what? I'm at a level now where I can't do all this stuff anymore. My bandwidth succeeded. Here are the things I need to put in place now to kind of future-proof things down the road because a lot of people don't do that. They let the they let growth happen, and then they're just trying to chase the action as opposed to like being ready for when it arrives. Definitely. I mean, being a business coach in general, I've helped lots of people with systems and all that fun stuff. I adore systems. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to um, put them uh, because I only want to think about things once, right? So, but I I was doing the same thing. Like my email started getting crazy and I was like, I don't know, I can't handle it. I'm just spending my time doing email all day, which I know is not good or important uh, or urgent half the time. Uh, But trying to figure that out was huge. So getting my first assistant uh, way back when, I was like, okay, I'll let go of my email, right? Uh, <laughs> thankfully now, and and uh, I call her my assistant. She's more like my online business manager. She's uh, She used to work for Willie Nelson beforehand. She's wow. an amazing, yeah, she's an amazing person. Uh, so thankfully, she knows all about SOPs and how that works. So she creates most of the stuff now, and I don't have to mm. as much anymore, which is uh, an amazing thing. So usually, like step one, you create everything, you give it to your person. Well, step two, your person creates everything for in case somebody else comes in. So she's actually training an assistant right now to do like the contact emails and stuff because she her bandwidth, she's way more valuable than doing contact emails, right? right. So we're sort of transitioning her over. But it's awesome because I'm like, and uh, have fun with that. Cool. I'll check in, you know, a couple of days. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's right? like being the CEO, right? You're like, okay, well, this is what this person does. And then this person does this. Like you're building, again, you build your team out and you build, I mean, because that's what ultimately... And, and I think that's one of the things a lot of people don't realize is they get a VA or something like that. They're like, okay, that VA does this stuff and I continue to do this stuff on my end. No, that doesn't have to be the case. You could say, okay, you know what? This VA – and Chris talks about this. Chris Ducker talks about this in his mm-hmm. book too, right? You know, I mean that way you can say, all right, these, this is what – this person is way too valuable, like you said, to just 
do email. So I'm going to get them to lead the team and lead the charge. And, you know, and then you can focus on the things that you do really well, which is connecting with people, which is, you know, doing speaking engagements, because, I mean, I don't know, did you watch that? Uh, there was a CBS Sunday morning special or interview about the, the speaking business uh, no. that was just on. Yeah. Chase, uh, Chase Reeves, who's a, um, a friend of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Chase, of course. Um, Chase shared it on Facebook the other day and I watched it. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is, you know, like just the, they talked to Wayne Dyer. They talked to Josh Ship, They talked to. Oh, uh, Josh. Yeah, I love Josh. Josh yeah. is a friend. They talked to a few people about it. It was really, really actually good. You probably just find it on the CBS site. I'll put a That's link awesome. in the show notes for everyone. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it was. I'm, I'm a talker, too, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I'm the guy that likes to develop the ideas. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm a writer, so I have no problem. I mean, I'm good. I can crank out posts pretty, pretty easily. And there's certain things I'm willing to let go of and certain things I'm not. Like, I won't let... Like, like when it comes to writing, that's my thing. But email, yeah, here you go. Have the keys. Go to town. Oh, you want to handle the finances? Because I suck at that. Go ahead. Handle that, you know? <laughs> and that's why I'm glad my wife's working with me now because there's obviously a level of trust <laughs> that that's already pre-established. So, mm. yeah, you need to kind of – a lot of people don't do this. That when, they, when growth happens, and for me in the last year especially, it went from – it was creative live was like a big speaking of pillars and turning points when mm. i did that three-day creative live workshop all of a sudden like it blew up after that there was the tedx and then south by southwest and i'm like you know what well like you know you you i'm, I'm glad i've had some time over the past couple of months to kind of take it all in because it's the mm. first time i did like after podcast movement it was just so crazy all the way up to podcast movement then after that it's like okay <laughs> what's next let's Take let's make sure that you know i'm ready for what's next because you know i don't want to be preparing a presentation with a week of time left because i've got four or five other things on the go and and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't they don't want to stop to do that stuff because again that that awesomely polarizing and yet um misdefined word of busy uh, is a is a huge thing, right? So anyway, I know we have to wrap up. So uh, we're, I'll, I'll definitely want to have you on again in the future. Um, and you mean systems? You and I, yeah. I mean, I'm the same. <laughs> With sy- <laughs> systems create freedom. Speaking most people don't. Language. Most people don't realize that systems actually create freedom. Like the, if you have a system in place, you can you have so much more freedom because you know where the boundaries are, and you you know, and that's what a lot of people don't. They just go, well, you know, I'll just do what I need to do. I'm like. No, no. You want to do what you want to do. That's what you want to get to. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. We'll, we can touch on that in a future episode for sure. So, Jamie, where can people find you online when you are not, uh, you know, um, eventually millionairing? Although you do that <laughs> although you do that pretty much anyway. That's but. a constant, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can find me at eventualmillionaire.com. I actually have an ebook, which is The Three Habits of All Successful Millionaires. Usually that's what people ask me. They're like, what's the secret sauce of millionaires? I'm like, okay, number one, if you're asking the question, you don't. No, uh, there is no secret sauce. I wish there was. It would be way easier. Uh, but I did find um, some key habits at over, you know, 100 plus um, interviews have done. It was like, oh, wow, they do this, this, and this. This is crazy. And so that's um, definitely there. Plus, all the interviews are free. So you can go online and find so much uh, content from millionaires, which was something that wasn't around when I first started. So it's really cool. Awesome. Thanks, Jamie, for joining me on the Productivity is Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Mike.